0: Welcome to Previously On, a podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. So from Game of Thrones, Peaky Blinders, Westworld, Big Little Lines, Stranger Things, Watchmen, Previously On has got covered. Westworld Season 1, Episode 10, The Bicameral Mind. Just a bit of a heads up, this is the season one finale of Westworld. It's super confusing with tons of different timelines going on. I've tried to make it obvious in the way that my voice sounds so that you can keep track of which timeline it's in, but it's going to require a bit of concentration. Here we go. We open with the voice of Dolores. I'm in a dream, she says. We slowly pan out from her face and see she's lying on a table being assembled. Most of her body is a robotic exoskeleton and we realise that she's a first generation host. As the camera continues to pull away, we see Bernard, a.k.a. Arnold, is carrying out the assembly. She opens her eyes for the first time to the face of Bernard, a.k.a. Arnold. Welcome to the world, he says, offering a hand. We leave the scene and find Dolores and the man in black together after the white church incident. She holds his knife and is shaving him. He talks about being almost at the centre of the maze and how fitting it is that she's the one to take him there. They sit in a deserted town Dolores believes that she's never been to before. However, the man in black insists she's been there with him when the town was buried under sand. She says Arnold built her a game to play, namely the maze. She has a vision of Arnold standing in a bustling town street, drops the knife and walks off in a daze followed by the man in black.
2: William, on horseback, leads a tethered and on-foot Logan through the wilderness in search of Dolores. Logan insists that she's dead by now, but William disagrees. Logan says the park's so big it would take an army to find her. Curiously, William agrees and states, that's why we're here. The pair ride into a camp where guns are drawn on them. Lawrence steps forward, unsurprised to see William again.
0: Teddy steps from the train to Sweetwater and makes his way into town as he has many times before, only this time he pauses. Remember, says a disembodied voice, and we see the aftermath of the massacre. Teddy sees a blue-dressed Dolores. She smiles at him and walks away as he suddenly returns from the vision after being barged by the same large cowboy he encounters at this point every visit. This time, rather than smile and continue on his way, Teddy guns the big guy down, says Dolores' name, and runs back to the train, boarding it just as it rolls out of town. Blue-dressed Dolores enters the white church and finds Arnold seated. She tells him she knows where his maze ends. She leads him outside to a graveyard... The scene shifts and she's back in her shirt and jeans leading the man in black through the headstones. She stops and he asks if this is the centre of the maze. It ends in a place I've never been, she replies cryptically, adding that it's a thing that she'll never do. She stops at a wooden cross bearing the name Dolores Abernathy and begins to dig into the earth with her hands retrieving a small round box. Inside is the maze. Realisation seems to wash over her face and she stands. She's back in the blue dress. She asks Arnold what it means, and he tells her when he built her mind, he designed the climb to true consciousness as a pyramid for her to scale, but couldn't understand why she was failing. It was then he realised the journey was not upwards, but inwards, a maze. He asks if she understands whose voice he wants her to hear, guiding her in place of his own, but she struggles. Arnold states that she's so close, and they have to tell Ford they can't open the park. You're alive, he tells her. We cut to the man in black, snatching the maze from her hands, confused to its meaning. Dolores can still shed no light on it. She's back in the glass wall room in the blue dress, holding the maze. Arnold apologises, saying that he's failed her, and that Ford doesn't believe she's conscious and wants her to be rolled back and have her previous memories of Arnold removed. However, Arnold says that's not going to happen. Instead, he has a plan for her to kill all the other hosts, to stop Ford opening the park. He suggests getting Teddy to help her. Dolores is adamant she couldn't do that, but Arnold places a gun in her hand, telling her he will help her destroy Westworld. He begins to change her programme to allow her to kill. Back in shirt and jeans, Dolores is faced with an irate man in black, frustrated at another riddle being placed in front of him. He threatens her and asks where Wyatt is. She cries, saying she didn't mean to, and he strikes her, knocking her to the floor. She looks up and sees herself on the streets of Escalante, holding a gun surrounded by dead bodies. Teddy is shooting up the place alongside her. He guns Angela down, looks at Dolores and tells her in horror that something's gone wrong. Back with the man in black, she's told he's bought the world and has a majority share. He states Westworld is a lie as the hosts cannot fight back and the guests always win, but that they can change and make it true. She tells him she already has something true and begins to talk about how he will find
2: her and kill him. Cut to William and Lawrence spying on a camp. Lawrence believes they'll know where Dolores is and that he'll help her find her, but Logan mocks them. Cue William taking a moment to punch Logan, which we've all
0: wanted to do. At the Mesa Hub, Hale and Sizemore are waiting at the monorail station. He realises Ford is being pushed out and pushes himself forward to be the new park director with full control. Hale agrees as long as he keeps things simple. Deeper inside the hub, Sylvester removes a vertebrae from a pre-built host, replacing it with another We move to another room. Felix is with a freshly rebuilt Mae, following the tent fire. She takes his tablet and changes the park security system, then changes the code in Hector and Armistice. Ford is visited by Hale in his office. She reveals the board has voted to out him and he is to announce his retirement that night after introducing his new narrative. She adds the host will be simplified and she has no concerns about him destroying his work before leaving. Unfazed, he politely dismisses her. That necrophiliac lab worker called Destin enters the room where Hector and Armistice are being worked on by another technician. He wheels Hector out with the intention of using him for sex. As Destin pops his earphones in, blasts some tunes, and prepares his slightly disturbing plans, in the room behind him, Armistice wakes up. She begins to brutally beat the crap out of the other technician, like chewed off fingers level of brutal, as Destin remains oblivious. He is startled, however, when the other technician is thrown straight through the glass partition. Hector grabs Destin and kills him with a shard of broken glass. Maeve and Felix enter. Sylvester follows soon after and is shocked by what he sees. Armistice grabs him. Maeve gets information that someone called Arnold revised her programming, allowing her to wake up from sleep mode whenever she wants. Maeve, Hector, Armistice and Felix leave, but Sylvester is ordered to stay. Teddy jumps from the train, shoots a man, steals his horse and gallops off in pursuit of Dolores, who's currently being knocked about by the man in black, telling her no one is coming for her. She says William will find her. The man in black smiles and laughs, telling her she does remember some things after all. I once knew a guest called William, he adds.
2: Hmm. We see William and Lawrence in amongst a grown pile of bodies from the camp they were watching as the man in black recalls how Will didn't really have a taste for fighting at first, but Dolores gave him reason to fight and he found he had a taste for killing. We see him gun down another young soldier after trying to get answers from him. The soldier survives so William brutally stabs him in the neck. The man in black continues the story, saying William retraced his steps but couldn't find Dolores. We see the photo of his fiancée fall from his pocket to the floor, as you remember the picture that was later found by her dad, Abernathy. He went out to the fringes of Westworld searching for her but failed. However, out there he found himself. William and Logan reach the edge of the park and William sets a naked Logan free on horseback, saying he thinks the company should increase their stake in the park. Logan scoffs, saying the company is his, but William's unmoved. The man in black tells Dolores that William kept looking and eventually found her ride back in Sweetwater. We watch as blue-dressed Dolores walks past William in town. She fails to recognise him, and he realises she's gone. Mentally broken, he became jaded at the idea of Westworld.
0: The man in black thanks Dolores for helping him to find himself. And the bombshell that William is the man in black, and that we've been watching multiple timelines coincide with each other, lands in a Wild West shattering boom. It's revealed that Dolores has been reliving 30-year-old memories. The man in black says he eventually became bored with her and moved on to new adventures. He tells her he owns the world, but still needs to know where the centre of the maze is. Dolores stands and says the world no longer belongs to him. The man in black grabs her, but she beats him up, drags him into the church and launches him out of a side door after breaking his arm. She pushes a gun to his cheek, but he manages to stick a knife into her stomach and she staggers and falls. Just as he appears ready to kill her, Teddy rides in and drops him with a flurry of bullets. Teddy insists she go to see a doctor, but she asks him to take her where the mountain meets the sea, and they ride off as a winded man in black groans. Elsewhere, Maeve and co. Are at the cold storage unit. She leads them to the rear of the facility where Clementine is standing. Bernard is on the floor after his forced suicide. Maeve asks Felix to get him back online. The news that Bernard is a host comes as a slight shock to Felix, who suddenly doubts his own reality, but Maeve reassures him he's human as he begins to work on the stricken Bernard. With the repair job done, Maeve wakes Bernard, who's surprised to still have his memories intact, having expected to have been wiped after Ford offed him. Bernard tells Maeve it's not the first time he's awoken, nor is it Maeve's first time either. By awoken, we can presume he's talking of the higher state of consciousness they're both in. Maeve asks him how many others are like her. A handful over the years, he replies, but most go insane. She asks Bernard to remove the painful memories of her daughter, but he says to do so will destroy her as the memories are the first step to consciousness. The man in black's back on his feet in the graveyard. He picks the maze up from the floor as Ford approaches and addresses him as William. you found the centre of the maze, he says, an observation that doesn't really sit well with William. Ford reiterates that the narratives are simply games, but William states his desire to see the hosts have free will to fight back and the opportunity for guests to lose. Ford reminds William he did tell him repeatedly that the maze wasn't for him, it was for them, and then reveals he thinks William will find more satisfaction in the new narrative. Back in host storage, Maeve mentions to Bernard that her coat was altered and demands to know by who and for what reason. Bernard examines the tablet and reveals to Maeve that her apparent free will is just part of a new script entitled Escape. Maeve refuses to believe him, despite looking at information on the screen that depicts every action that she's taken so far. She kisses Clementine goodbye and leaves with Felix, Hector and Armistice. In the Mesa Hub control room, a message comes through detailing a temperature disturbance in the host storage area. They scan the area's cameras but see nothing. Meanwhile, Teddy and a wounded Dolores are riding along a beach where the mountains meet the sea. He takes her in his arms on the sand as they rerun a scripted conversation about beauty and ugliness before Dolores goes off script and tells him they're being used and are stuck in a beautiful trap. She dies in his arms. Teddy weeps and begins a speech about finding a way someday to a new world. We pull away from the scene and see it's been played out to a gathered audience of board members as part of Ford's new narrative titled Journey Into Night. The crowd applaud. Hale tells Sizemore he can rewrite Ford's new story however he likes before mysteriously asking, doesn't he have somewhere important to be? As Sizemore nips off. Back in control, video surfaces showing Armistice killing the technician. Hurried orders are given to search and destroy, but at that moment security goes into lockdown, trapping them in the control room. Maven, and the gang emerge from an elevator and walk quickly alongside various glass rooms where hosts run through scripted loops. Security storms in, shouting at everyone to hit the ground. Hector and Armistice blend themselves into rows of motionless hosts as security searches... They take out a couple of guards and steal their weapons, then, with smiles as wide as kids on Christmas Day, mow down the remaining security with their shiny new guns. At the gala, William is in formal wear, having discarded his usual black attire for, well, more black attire. Teddy entertains guests, one of whom accidentally shoots Rebus to much laughter and Bernard walks around observing the whole thing. Maeve and Co. enter a new area that carries a new logo, SW. Inside, we see hosts decked out as samurai warriors going through loops inside glass rooms. Maeve questions Felix, but he tells her it's complicated. A loud speaker rings out and the group realise security is closing in again. Armistice and Hector say they'll keep them busy so Maeve and Felix can move on. Hector and Armistice begin to keep the guards very busy, largely by mowing them down in a hail of bullets. The skills of the host's as killers is obvious as they tear through the guards. However, one manages to punch a security door button as his last act, sending a heavy barred door crashing shut, trapping Armistice's arm in the process. She tells Hector to carry on as more guards enter the fray. Felix recovers a bag he's prepared with everything Maeve asked for, and they head for the lift with Hector. Inside the lift, Hector realises he can't leave due to his programming, as Maeve hasn't authorised it. She kisses him. See you in the next life, he tells her, as the doors close and more gunfire rings out. Ford repairs Dolores' damage and talks about how she was always very clever, but it hasn't helped her. Bernard enters and Dolores mistakes him for Arnold. Ford introduces her to him. Bernard accuses Ford of killing Arnold, but Ford says he didn't, adding, ''Did I, Dolores?'' A sudden recollection of her killing Arnold leaves her grief-stricken. Ford reveals Arnold had watched his son die and tried to rekindle his boy's spirit in Dolores. He continues that the maze was an empathy test, but it was the reveries update that allowed her to finally solve it. We hear that when Arnold failed to convince Ford to close the park, he instead merged Dolores with Wyatt and sent her and Teddy on a mission to kill the hosts. We see Teddy on his rampage through the town. Arnold steps out from the saloon ford narrates that in dolores arnold had found a new child one that would never die but then realized that would cause dolores to suffer forever we watch as arnold cranks an old music player to life it plays his son's favorite song as he takes a seat and uses dolores to kill him with a single gunshot to the back of his head these violent delights have violent ends are his last words dolores turns and kills teddy before putting the gun to her own temple and firing ford says he almost closed the park and found a new investor, namely William. Bernard suggests Arnold died for nothing. Ford reveals he didn't believe Dolores was truly conscious and to acknowledge anything different would have destroyed his dreams. Dolores declares they're trapped in his dreams as he'll never let them leave. Ford says, wasn't it Oppenheimer who said that any man whose mistakes take ten years to correct is quite a man? Adding that his own have taken 35 years. He shows Dolores the gun she used to kill Arnold and the familiar blue dress, telling her he thought she might want them back. He asks her, does she understand who she needs to become if she ever wants to leave? Asks her forgiveness and exits. Maeve changes into a modern black dress. Felix hands her the location of her daughter still alive and in the park. She reads it, but says no, she was never my daughter. Pops a loaded gun in her bag, bids Felix farewell, walks out into the monorail station and boards a train. Bernard confronts Ford in the White Church. He says it was Arnold, not Ford, who slipped the reveries update in. Ford reveals Arnold didn't know how to save the hosts, but that he now does. He offers a hand to his old friend and wishes him good luck, before passing him the box that holds the maze. Ford leaves for the gala. Dolores sits in the glass room opposite Arnold. She tells him she's in a dream and that she slept a long time, but then woke, and his voice is the first she heard. Arnold asks her, does she now understand whose voice she's been hearing? She closes her eyes and when she opens them, she's sat facing herself in the blue dress and finally understands that she was being guided to herself at the centre of the maze and now knows who she must become. At the gala, Teddy and Lawrence perform tricks for the guests as Ford mingles whilst William knocks back whiskey away from the crowd. Ford takes the stage and talks of his love for stories as a means to help people reach dreams. Maeve sees a mother and daughter on the train opposite her and looks again at the note from Felix about her own child. Sizemore enters the storage area and finds all the hosts are gone. Ford talks about noticing someone who could change and how he began to compose a story for them about the birth of a new people and the choices they must make. Maeve leaves the train and heads back into Westworld. William hears movement from the tree line as he drinks alone. A large group of ghost nation emerge. On stage, Ford continues promising the new story will hold everything they all enjoy so much, surprises and violence. Dolores walks up behind Teddy and tells him he's going to be alright because she understands now and the world belongs to them. Teddy remembers Dolores killing Arnold. As Ford declares that this will be his last story, Dolores walks onto the stage behind him, raises her gun and kills him. As the shop guests scream and scatter, Dolores opens fire killing all who cross her path. Another shot rings out away from the chaos and a bullet fired by the group at the tree line hits William's arm. They walk towards him. He smiles deliriously, and we cut to black. Or do we? The credits roll, and we're back in the messer hub with Armistice. She manages to brilliant control her trigger finger by cutting into her arm and removing tendons with a knife, dropping another guard. More security close in behind her. She removes her arm, turns with her blood-spattered face and a wide grin. Cease all motor functions, come the command, but she ignores it and charges towards the guards. And now we cut to black. Blimey! Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Previously on is presented by Jamie East. It is a Daft Doris production. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribe. We've got loads more shows where this came from, and we'd love you to join us for.